Hello and good evening, nerdlings everywhere. Welcome back to the Nerd Fix, the podcast where we talk about everyone and everything in anime, manga, video games, and everything under the sun. This episode, we're going to revisit something that I haven't done in a while, which is reading creepypasta stories. In this episode, we're going to be reading a creepypasta classic that many would be very familiar with, and that is the creepypasta story titled 1999, written by Camden Lamont. So for those of you who are out there who are fans of creepypastas out there, this is for you. So back, relax, and get ready for your creepy fix. The year is 1999. That sentence brings me back to my senior kindergarten class when I was five years old where I used to read out the date on the blackboard every single day. The year 1999 exists as a stain in my mind, however, as a memory that will not go away no matter how I try to forget it. 1999 marked the year I lost my first tooth, my first time on a plane, and unfortunately, the early loss of my childhood innocence. That one memory that refuses to be wiped it all started with that new or old TV. At that time, Pokemon was the latest fad to hit the school. Pokemon cards, games, stickers, and the most popular TV show. So, of course, every time I came home from school, I would stay glued to the TV until Pokemon came on at 5. The only problem was that my dad watched the news at 5.30. And Pokemon episodes were back-to-back, which meant I had to miss an episode every day. Something I whined on and on about. My dad got tired of hearing me complain every day. That must be why he went and bought another TV. My dad put the TV he bought in my room. Unfortunately, it was just an old small boob TV with rabbit ears even. It also only had 20 channels available, not including the channel Pokemon was on. I recall I didn't care though. I was just thrilled I had my own TV in my room. After surfing through the channels, I came to the conclusion that only Channel 2, TiVo Kids, was worth watching, so I watched that for a while. It wasn't for another few months until I discovered Channel 21. One day in April, I was slipping through the channels trying to see if Pokemon was on. I pressed through Channel 21 into the remote, hoping there were more channels. To my delight, there was. My dad was surprised too. But he let me watch it because it seemed to have kids programs on. The channel was called Heldon Local 21, and later I found out it was indeed broadcast from the town of Heldon, Ontario, a town very close to my city. The shows I saw on Heldon Local 21 looked poorly made, and I never understood what was going on in them half of the time. However, as I grew up, Every time I thought of that channel, I realized more and more how messed up the shows were, and I had to ask myself, what the fuck was I watching? The following is a list of shows and episodes I remember seeing on Hilden Local 21. How I remember such detail even disturbs me, but I guess things like this stands out in your mind for a while. The channel only ran for a few shows probably because it was only operational between 4pm and 9pm. April 
1999. Mr. Bear Sour. Episode 12. Very sketchy name if you were to look at it nowadays. The show featured a guy wearing a bear mascot costume who would get a new visitor into his cellar every day. It was always a kid. The show was filmed with a camcorder, and not a very good one either. The police asked me a lot of questions about the show. This episode started with Mr. Bear sitting at a table playing checkers by himself. He sat there playing for a bit until there was a knock on the door. The camera would then looking up the stairs at the door, where there was another knock. Mr. Bear climbed up the stairs and opened the door to reveal two young children. One was a boy about my age, and the other was a girl who looked about eight. Mr. Bear danced in delight, and then started talking to the kids. I couldn't hear any of them that well. I remember. Mr. Bear then led the kids into the cellar which was quite dark, only lit by a small oil lamp on the table. I can't really remember that much more, except in singing a song which I couldn't hear too well either, probably because of that large bear mask. The episode ended with them playing hide-and-seek, with the kids hiding in the closet and Mr. Bear counting. May 1999 Spoon and soup and spoon. I don't think this was even a show. I think it was more of a special movie thing. All I know is I stopped watching Keldon Local 21 for a while because I thought this show was so stupid. Especially since Pokemon Now came on at 4.30 and 5. I don't remember much of this. But it showed a can of soup and a spoon both attached to strings, swinging back and forth as if someone was holding them and dangling them in front of the camera. Interestingly enough, the show was a shot in the basement, which looked just like the one used in Mr. Bear's cellar. Like I said, I can't remember much. The only thing I can remember clearly was the end. The entire thing was only half an hour and just included stuff I found stupid, such as the spoon chasing the soup around, trying to eat him. The ending showed a table and about seven kids sitting around it, each with a bowl of soup in front of them. They were sitting and looking at the camera, both with confused, almost frightened faces. The cameraman then held the can of soup in front of the kids and said, Spoon's ready? And then it just stopped. July 1989. It was summer. I hadn't watched Channel 21 for a while, until one day, when I went over at my friend's palms, I decided to check it out again. My friend had gotten a TV in his room for his sixth birthday, so we stayed up for a very late. For us, 9.30 was very late, and watched TV. That's why I remembered Channel 21 and brought it up to my friend. We decided to see if it was on, and to our surprise, it was. They must have changed the broadcasting time. Mr. Bear Cellar, Episode 23 The episode was entertaining for my friend and me, mainly because it had swearing. However, now when I think about this episode, 
and realized something that was definitely wrong when it was filmed. The episode started with a camera on its side while it was facing Mr. Bear. He was walking upstairs to this other door. The camera then blackened out for about a second before fading in, back upright and facing Mr. Bear. There was also another kid talking to him, but the kid looked about 11 or 12. He was talking to Mr. Bear for a while, but I couldn't hear well, again with the crappy camcorder until the kid started raising his voice. The kid was saying how it was late and his sister had to go home. You could also hear more voices in the background. I remember Mr. Bear clearly saying, with a deep muffled voice by the bear's mask. I remember my friend and I looking at each other and laughing at the mention of the forbidden F-word, but the episode got weirder. The kid began climbing the stairs before turning around and saying how he was going to call the police. Mr. Bear began breaking into a run towards the kid, who started screaming and running as well. The camera then cut out, and that was the end of the episode. The channel then turned to static shortly after. August 1999 I didn't want to watch Channel 21 after that. In August, I grew more curious to see Mr. Bear's cellar for some reason, though. The last episode I saw of Mr. Bear was weird and a swearing which almost made me think the show was meant for teenagers. Nonetheless, I flipped onto Channel 21 when my dad was busy. Mr. Bear's Cellar Episode 28 Apparently, this episode had been playing the entire month of August. It was studied a lot by the police. The entire episode was just Mr. Bear sitting in a chair talking to the audience. The screen then switched to a white screen with multicolored letters reading the address, and that was what reminded Maine for the rest of the episode. This repeated for five hours every day until September came. And guess what I actually did? I sent Mr. Bear, or that sick bastard who betrayed him, a letter. I did it out of curiosity mostly. My dad was okay with it because he thought it was a legit kid show. But then again, he never saw any of what was on Channel 21. So I wrote a letter using my best handwriting possible. I think I just said how I wanted to meet Mr. Bear. So my dad sent the letter to the address Mr. Bear said on the show. It stayed on all day anyway for some reason. It took about a week to get a response which I was surprised that I did. I still have the letter I received on August 5th, 1999. The letter read, The police cut out the address. I can't believe my dad never found the sketchy because he actually took me to the house and then that's when the police became involved. Those endless questions, those pictures of terrified kids, the woods, 
That brings me to why I'm writing this vlog. That Psycho and his friends did some fucked up shit back then. And now it seems he's trying to get into contact with me again. The entire police thing is coming back. That has brought 1999 back to me over a decade later. It is happening again. Over a decade later. Update. November 14th, 2009. People have been emailing me asking what exactly happened in 1999. I will get into that. Those weird TV shows I was watching apparently were meant to attract kids to Mr. Bear's house. What Mr. Bear did shocked the entire town. My dad actually drove me to Caledon along with the address Mr. Bear left on the letter. The house was actually in the outskirts of the town, in the open farmland. I still remember that house. It looked like an older farmhouse that looked to have been built in the early 1900s. The windows were all boarded up, and the house looked in a state of disrepair. As we walked up to the house, I remember my dad checking the address over and over again and looking at the house in disbelief. Then the door opened. I expected Mr. Bear to be at the door, but I was surprised to see a police officer emerge from the creaking doorway. The officer began talking to my dad, while I quickly asked if that was Mr. Bear's house. The officer's face cringed slightly as he muttered, God, or something like that. He started talking quietly to my dad, so I couldn't hear, although my dad told me to go to the car anyway, and then we just went home. My dad was quiet the whole way home. I felt something strange had happened. My dad had, ne had told, never told me what happened for a while. I forgot about it anyway, too. Channel 21 never longer came up on while and when I asked about it my dad would not acknowledge its existence. I think it was when I was 13 where I learned the truth. I remember Channel 21 one day and asked my dad about it. I guess he finally decided I should hear the truth. Keldon Local 21 was a local TV channel that ran from October 1997 to August 1999 in the Peel region of Ontario. The entire channel was made from a house in Kildon, the one I visited, and ran by a man who was not really known by anyone in the town. The channel was only available to older TV because the signal was only picked by a rabbit ears, weaker frequency. The man created all of the shows on the channel, all of which were kid shows. He was Mr. Bear, and he was the mysterious cameraman. The real reason he was cre he created the channel was more disturbing than what was originally thought. As you might have already guessed, he was he kidnapped kids and held them in his cellar. But while most thought he was a serial child, child M, he really wanted to use the kids for another purpose. The day I already I arrived, the man had fled his house that night before, the day before the police went for their investigation. I wasn't the only one who was watching.
Update. December 2009. Sorry for not answering any questions for so long. I haven't accessed my email account for some time. Anyway, let me finally set things straight about what I know. Back in October, I visited the house previously owned by the man who ran killed on Local 21. Two women lived there, operating a daycare business. How ironic. Now to answer the questions you guys emailed me. Who else watched Hailed on Local 21? I know other people watched it for sure, including those kids who wound up at Mr. Bear's house. After some Google searches, I found a few people on the Neoseeker forums who were discussing shows from Hailed on Local 21. They talked about the two shows I watched, but also another two shows that I have never seen before. The username I am real life seemed to know all the shows that were broadcast on Channel 21. Here are the two shows I've never heard of. Fall Angel and Life. I am real life described it as a fairly boring show about a guy rambling on and on in front of the camera about how he must be Satan and appease him before it's too late. Pain with the Soul. I am real life and another user called Ziggy92 were discussing the show. They described it as Blair Witch-like, and as, as it consisted of the cameraman wandering around the forest at night, doing nothing particularly interesting. I'll go look, looking for the conversation and see if I can get the link. Where is Mr. Bear, or the guy who wore the costume? If I did know, I would have said earlier, I have no idea where this guy is, or if he's dead or alive, hopefully dead. When I see my dad's friend next time, I will ask him about this. Maybe I can get more, more def, more definite answer. What did Mr. Bear do to the children? This is by far the most common question I've been asked. I found this out in October as well, via my dad's friend, who was a retired Kildon regional officer. Apparently, the man playing Mr. Bear took the kids out of the house and into the forest nearby. What he did there? Police are not exactly sure how it happened, but 16 charred bodies of children between the ages of 4 and 13 were found in a 15 by 15 foot ditch deep within the forest. My dad's friend did not want to go into exact details, but I'm seeing him next Thursday anyway, so maybe I can extort more information from him then. That's all I have for now. Thanks for keeping an interest in my blog. I will try to gather as much information as I can for my next post. I've actually been getting pretty interested in this myself. It should be my right to uh, to know what the hell happened. And that was the first half of 1999. If you enjoyed this creepypasta story so far, let me know in a questionnaire of which story I should cover next time. I'll also post a poll at the end of the episode of which creepypasta story I should read next time. For those of you who enjoyed the entirety of the episode so far, thank you so much for listening. And as always, whether you believe in the term nerd or not, loving what makes you, you. And stay awesome. Thank you for stopping by. I'll see you next time for a brand new episode. Later.